What's up? Welcome back. Not another sneaker podcast. It's Jake Willard in studio. Mr. Julian Osius. How you doing, Jake? Dude, it's a it's a good day. The sun's out. We got some big birthdays in the sneaker world and some some drops today that were kind of some people predicted and they actually happened. Of course, no one got them, but we'll touch on that. Nobody but got first of all, most important question. What are you rocking on feet today, Julian? Today, I am wearing the inaugural colorway of the LeBron 11s, which is the uh, LeBron 11 King's Pride. It's just a shoe I've had for a while. I got it on release. I thought it was going to sell out, so I left a baseball game early to go to a mall and buy them. Priorities. And then came back to the—I just got there in time for a second game, which I was starting pitching for that game, so that's kind of funny. You were a pitcher? Yes, I was a, I was a, I was a pretty good pitcher. I for did not know guy. that about you. For a small guy, I was a pretty good pitcher. And yeah, so this was this is a pretty cool shoe for me because I just remember vividly like going to the store and buying them and having to rush right back. But I just spent like two hundred and ten dollars on a pair of shoes, so I like, wanted to look at them, and I couldn't. I had to wait for this game. Who but drove yeah. you? Was it Bobby O or was it your mom? It was both. Uh, they okay. they both uh, came down with me. We had a tournament in uh, Fort Myers, which is about two and a half hours from where I live in Florida. And so yeah, they, they drove at the time. I didn't drive until I was a senior in high school, like on my own. And so they they always drove me everywhere, and I'm sure that drove them crazy for a little bit. But <laughs> they didn't have to worry about anything. How about you? What are you rocking today? So this kind of ties into one of those birthdays I was talking about. I am wearing the Orange Curry Air Max 1s. They released a couple years ago. Uh, Kind of an homage to the great Kinker Hatfield. Uh, It's his birthday today, and obviously Air Max 1 is one of his more iconic designs, and so I was like, i got to rock them. And I like the the orange and blue are my two favorite colors, and so I I had to get the shoe just because it was my favorite colors. Also, I was in New York for a big super journalism New York City trip that the journalism school puts on. And uh, I had to get a pair of shoes while I was there. And I was like, these these had just released that weekend when I was there. And I'm like, got to get these. Where'd you get them from? I think I ended up buying them at Extra Butter. Uh, and that was a really cool That's store. Nice shop. Yeah, just because they have the movie theater theme, the old school seats, like the snacks, like really cool store, really awesome. Highly recommended if you're anyone's there. Also, when I was there, that was right around the initial hype of the uh, Sean Watherspoon 97 one. So every store I went into had those kind of reselling for insane amounts. So I almost, I almost bought a pair of those, but didn't want to drop the $700 at the time. Hey, now that would have been a good investment. <laughs> it would have been because now they're over 1000 But Now they're like 1200 I know, for, keep going up. And not dead stock either. Not dead stock either, which is crazy. But yeah, so the Air Max 1s, happy birthday to Mr. Tinker Hatfield. So many iconic Nike designs, um, very inspirational all around. So big shout out to him. I'm kind of surprised we didn't get like a shock restock of something potentially. Or yeah. something, uh, a shoe of his. Well, I bet you that's because the 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 Jordan 3 Tinker Air Max 1 kind of cross shoe is still on sale or yeah. still uh, like available. You can get it on the sneakers app right now, so maybe that could be why. But uh, yeah, no, I kind of agree. But another birthday that was going on today that we did get a shock drop of was uh, Mr. Travis Scott. It's his birthday today. As we're recording this on April 30th, I should say. Yeah, so his birthday today on his personal website, there was a shock drop of the, the Jordan 1 collab and uh some gear as well you said you got a pair of shorts in your cart but nothing yeah i mean i i clicked the link the minute that they came out as i try to do for these like shock type they they give us like a day's warning somebody's like hey you know they nudge you on the shoulder yeah. hey, these might come out so people were kind of ready and i was kind of ready all day so i had notifications on for a few of my sneaker twitter mm-hmm. accounts that i follow uh, clicked the link immediately and they were sold out. I didn't even get like a waiting or anything, which is crazy. But I did get a pair in of the shorts in my cart. But like eighty five bucks for a pair of shorts is uh not what I'm trying to spend right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a lot. But I mean, I think the biggest thing is like it always is hard when because it released on his personal website and his website probably was not optimized for that much traffic, and so it's probably even harder 
to get like if the sneakers app when they first shock dropped during the Grammys, like if that thing sold out instantly like that, his website probably was not very optimized for it either. So that's kind of rough. And I'm, and I'm kind of surprised that especially because Travis, when he was like raised in the music industry, he was kind of under like a Kanye uh, shadow, not shadow, but like he was under his umbrella of people that he kind of brought up. And with seeing how Kanye has released stuff and seeing how Kanye's website isn't very good and <laughs> Kanye has the type of hype that you need a good website, you would think Travis would have like either made a better one or just used Nike. So it's kind of yeah. strange that he used his own, but it makes sense because you get multiple releases and right. you kind of get to build its own. Yeah. And so I think they're, I think they're officially the Jordan one, the high version of the Travis Scott Jordan one is officially set to release. I think next week I want to say is May 4th or May 11th. One May, of those 11th. May 11th. It got pushed back again. But who knows if it gets pushed back again. I know. It's been a, Nike's been pushing back a lot of releases this year. Very questionable. But it's funny that you mentioned Yeezy in there because we're going to kind of do a quick rapid fire of some shoes that we saw and that are eventually going to come out. Things to expect. But this shoe was was crazy. And I think you and I both were very shocked to see it. But uh, LeBron James was rocking a Air Yeezy. I think it was the one. Air Yeezy 1 like version. The Nike Yeezy. Yeah, one. the Nike Yeezy 1 version of his shoe that looked like that the breezy is what it said on the back but uh those are crazy yeah it had that uh vachetta tan like i think they call it a net colorway and it had like the pink accents mm-hmm. it's like breezy on the back right. somebody back in high school used to call lebron that apparently which is pretty funny yeah that's fun if this shoe releases this is like one of the biggest releases of the year honestly i think a lot of people saw this and they're like oh because once kanye left nike there kind of was this stigma that they were they were never going to put out any colorways of a Kanye influenced shoe again right. besides red October's, but I mean it's all red, so it's not really like mm-hmm. you can avoid. You know, all red is something yeah. people are gonna want, so you're gonna want to do that. But the black, like the blinks with the black and the pink, and then these net versions, I didn't think Nike was gonna kind of go back to these, and it's kind of cool that they did for LeBron, and hopefully they release in the future. If they did, I I kind of argue that that release is gonna be the biggest Nike release probably in the past three years. I think I'd agree with that. That would just be insane just because, like, there's such a stigma and a demand for the Yeezys from the Nike line. Even though the Yeezy 2 was more sought after than the Yeezy 1, like, any kind of nod to that would just blow people's minds, I think. And I think that we've, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, how the LeBron has been a great shoe this year. Mm -hmm. And just kind of riding that hype of putting out good colorway after good colorway, people are starting to be like, all right, maybe I should get one. And then if a Yeezy 1 comes out like that, that's that's really cool, and I really hope it comes out. It'll probably be 160, I think is what it retails at, 160 or 180. Maybe, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one goes for a little more because it's a little bit more of a high top. Like, they made the cut a little higher because the Yeezy had that high cut as well. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully they release. That's all That's all we can ever hope for. Yeah, exactly. Seeing crazy pictures like that. Another shoe that we kind of started to get pictures of that we want to touch on, there's a Inside Out Air Max 1. There's two different color bears. There's like a white and a gray, and then there's one that's kind of like a nod to the, the Mars Yard with the, the brown and then the red accents and stuff. I kind of sent these to you. I was pretty hype on them. I thought they were really cool. They look really good, really cool concept, really well executed. I thought no idea on release date or if they even will release, but uh, we've been see- we've seen two colorways kind of surface now. It's a cool take, I think. And it's yeah. also kind of goes along the Virgil kind of esque style as well. Yeah, and I was just gonna say I'm kinda interested to see like who specifically in Nike designed it, if it was anybody of like merit or just some some intern or something like that. <laughs> but I mean this is a really cool concept. I mean the shoe actually looks like it's inside out, which is kinda crazy. Like there's overlapping in the stitching and all that. Yeah. But it's made well and it I mean from the pictures we've seen. I assume we're gonna get a release probably for the the more neutral one. 
the one without all the the browns and stuff like that. But if we get that, maybe other shoes will start to kind of emulate that type mm -hmm. of silhouette, and that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be sweet. So hopefully those release. I definitely would uh, try to purchase a pair because I definitely am a big Air Max guy as well. So that those are sweet. Um, Speaking of sweet, there is a um, a new Presto, and it's oh, a yeah. brand new silhouette from Nike, and it's the Presto with React in it, which I'm actually really hyped about this shoe because I think Prestos are one of Nike's best silhouettes, and I think they haven't brought it back in a while either. They've been making only a few colorways over the last year, two of them being the off whites, but they kind of have some hype generated around it because of how cool the off whites are. So people are wanting some more Prestos. And I think you put a good a new technology like React on a shoe people already love. That's a, a recipe for success. This first colorway releases on Friday. It is the Brutal Honey. That's kind of where the the sweet right the sweet reference came from. The Brutal Honey. It's like black and yellow. It looks. I think it looks great. Mm -hmm. um, it's only one twenty, which yeah. is pretty nice. It's affordable and it's a great summer shoe. Yeah, and I think that like Nike definitely saw that the Element reacts like the fifty fives and eighty sevens and all that stuff. Like those shoes were very hot. Everyone kind of first couple colorways always sold out, and so smart to kind of take what was working and and make a good twist on it. And so yeah, I think. Both shoes, the Presto and then the Reacts were all kind of get lots of hype around them. And so it was, it was a smart move by Nike. And I'm interested to see how these sell. I feel like the first couple colorways might sell out. The first few will definitely, I think, sell out. Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, another shoe we want to mention is the BBC by Adidas NMD Human Racer Pack, the Pharrell Pack. These, these are pretty sweet. I mean, there's a blue colorway and a green colorway. Just a really cool collab in general and Adidas just keep trying to do things to stay relevant. Um, I think this is a good move, especially since the hype around the uh, Adele or Pharrell NMD racer kind of stuff like was kind of dying a little bit. Um, and so this is a good collab, I think, to bring it back a little bit. So that's going to be interesting to see for sure. The only thing I think about these was I think they're really cool, but it, they kind of feel out of season. They look like this flannel type of digital camera. Yeah, like a fall shoe. And they look really like a fall winter type of shoe. So to come out like in, no, they came out like today, I think. Uh, so the end of April is kind of strange, but it's a really cool shoe anyway. And they'll definitely go, if they do sell out, they'll go up around that fall winter time, I think. Yeah, I believe it. One of the last shoes we wanted to talk about was uh, the Nike Court uh, Hard Court Light 2s. There was a couple really sweet colorways of these. Um, really cool. Lots of bright colors on them. I like that they're kind of using the old school like Nike swoosh with the old school Nike font uh, on the sides. Just kind of white uppers and then bright colors on the soles really good looking shoe and it's just a new model kind of or new take on the nike tennis shoe so really cool stuff coming out and it feels it almost feels like a dad shoe to an extent but it, it's definitely a performance tennis shoe which is kind of nice and it's not like dad shoe prices i think it's going to be like 75 bucks but there's three pretty cool colorways like you said and uh i think this this should be i don't think it'll sell out or anything but i think when you see people wearing it people will be like oh that's kind of that's an interesting shoe i mean it looks like kind of crazy honestly yeah it's, really well done though yeah i agree yeah 75 dollars may 3rd on those pretty exciting stuff and i don't know is there one more that we want to talk about i think that was everything i don't remember as we kind of scroll through our apps as always um, kd the new kd 12s the uh the, the 90s, warrior colorway the 90s kids oh, the 90 kids they got pushed back they were supposed to release late april they're releasing this friday also the may 3rd a lot of people are actually pretty hyped about it and mm -hmm. apparently it might be limited so if you want a pair of those it's a pretty good KD on a, on a bounce back silhouette for him, I'd yeah. say. And we've got two very important things. Uh, first, Trophy Room, Jordan 5s, two different colorways of those. PJ Tucker's been kind of showing those off. Those are really sweet. And then, most importantly, still nothing official from Nike, but we're getting pictures. 
Greek freak ones. We post them on the Instagram. We hope everybody saw that. Follow us at Not Another Sneaker if you haven't seen that or just any of our posts in general and you want to keep in touch with us. Um, yeah, the Greek freak one, we finally got pictures of it. There's like two pictures, one of him holding it and just mm-hmm. one of the shoe kind of floating. And it's, um, it's interesting. It, I think it's really nice. It, it seems like an, a nice, unique use of the swoosh, which if they're always finding new ways to use that swoosh. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, there's not much to say about it yet because we haven't seen like official colors and mm-hmm. official pictures of it. But once we see him like on feet, like once he's wearing them, I think it'll be uh, really cool. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm sure Nike's going to make some kind of statement soon, so we'll see what happens. But at least we got some justice finally. We were, we were very anxious to We were see. waiting for a while. We that. really were, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, those are kind of all the shoes we wanted to touch on. In brief, our big thing we wanted to talk about today. Um, and so obviously this podcast is coming out. It's on Friday, and so tomorrow, uh, Saturday, May 4th. We have the surplus sale in Oregon. It's a national holiday. It is a national holiday. It, it really should is. be. I mean, the way that... Jake and I have kind of prepared for this the last few years. It kind of feels like one almost. We we talk about it for like the first, the two weeks leading up to it, and we get excited, and we just like kind of start thinking of what kind of stuff we're going to find. For those of you who don't know, the surplus sale here at the University of Oregon is um, a sale that they kind of get rid of all the excess um, equipment that a lot of the sports teams will have. So jerseys, helmets, bats, cleats, sweatshirts, shoes, hats. sweatshirts hats. I mean, anything that... Um, an athlete here would be using that's kind of excess and they couldn't just reuse. They're going to bring it to this warehouse near Autzen and they sell it to the public. For really cheap. Yeah, and so you can get like t-shirts for like 10 bucks, which I mean all the Nike stuff is like $35 here and hats for like 5 I mean I remember I got a baseball, I got two baseball bats for $5, which is like insane. Mm-hmm. They sell helmets, which that's like one of the more expensive stuff, like football helmets. And granted, those are expensive, like Rydell helmets. And super limited, too. Exactly. A lot of the stuff there people really are interested in. And so if you're a season ticket holder, you get early access. Right. You kind of get in like an hour and a half, I think, before everybody else. And we managed to uh, scrounge up a season ticket for us to uh, get in. But we will also be going a day early. What are we going to do, Jay? So I've been talking to Aaron Wassman. He's the head of the equipment department uh, for the University of Oregon. So, And I actually talked to him for my cover story for the Daily Emerald on Jordan, Oregon PE Jordans. Um, and so we're trying to get in on Friday. So obviously this podcast is coming out today. So we're trying to get in today to talk to him and kind of just get a sense of like how the event works, kind of see it ahead of time, kind of one to scope it out for ourselves so we can see what they have and kind of plan out a little better what we want to try to buy. Um, I mean, this event is a big deal. I remember, like, re- before I was even a student at the University of Oregon, I heard about this event, and it was it's a big deal. University of Oregon is is the Nike University. Like, you consider it kind of the 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 peak when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, and the fact that they do this unique sale every year is really cool. And we've gone all four years, and there's always some really cool stuff, and we've always come away with a lot of sco- cool things. I remember our freshman year. Oh God, I don't remember. I spent stupid amount of money. I was when, that was when you were going to buy anything and everything Oregon. I remember that. Yeah. But, I mean, again, it's all, like, relatively cheap. And it's stuff that you can't just go to the duck store or go to, like, Champs or something and buy, which is pretty cool. It kind of has its own mystique to it where whatever you get from there is, is like, exclusive to mm-hmm. players and then you. Yeah. Or whoever went. No, it was two years ago. It was my sophomore year. I remember I didn't have a season ticket, so we went in at the general release. And there wasn't much left, but that was the year they had – all the track stuff. And obviously me being a runner, I was nerding out really hard. So I bought five different Oregon singlets for $1 each. 
because I was a big singlet fan when I was in high school, tried to buy all the elite singlets and stuff. Like you would have to buy those singlets on eBay for like $150, $200. And I got five of them for a dollar each. I lost my mind. I was so happy. And I think a couple of my friends bought some and sold them for, for a good amount of money. So like they, dollar singlet, I think they made like 60 bucks on them. Easy. Um, so that was really cool. Track spikes. They were selling a lot of track spikes. So I got a couple exclusive Oregon colorways of track spikes in my size. That was super exciting. But just like there's always such cool stuff there. You never know what you're going to get. They, the only kind of restriction that they have while you're there is that you can only buy two non-cleated uh, shoes. And so those, all the shoes that they sell, so like the sneakers and stuff, like those are all $75 and you can only buy two per person. But they usually have like all the basketball PEs and stuff, which is really sweet. They're just usually really, really large sizes, which is always a bummer. But I remember our freshman year, you bought like two different colorways of the KDs in the Oregon and you flipped them right away. Yeah, I, I managed to uh, get some KDs and there was more to, I could have gotten and I don't really know why we didn't get more. I, I don't know if it was out of ignorance or what it was because mm-hmm. I remember a lot... Like Nick, uh, he wanted to keep a pair. Yeah. And for some reason, we just didn't wind up getting them. I was like scared to grab multiple and then like give them to y'all. I don't really know what happened with that. But I do know that I got two really cool pairs of uh, KD7s and uh, sold those to a, a good buddy of mine. I mean, I'm hoping to find some more because those are shoes that you can't just like go and buy somewhere. They're they're like Oregon player exclusive shoes that you can only get if you know a player and he sells them and he shouldn't be or from this yeah so really cool opportunities in general i just know that like it's it's a widely covered or widely coveted event for sneakerheads around the world or just gearheads in general because they just want to be out in eugene for it and so us being here for it and living in eugene and having this opportunity is always really special so we're really excited for that you know we're gonna kind of show you guys our haul on instagram so you're not you're not going to miss make sure you follow us on instagram we're gonna try to vlog our experience while we're in there as well um all the chaos and running around and it's crazy like they open those doors and everyone you run and everyone's running like it's fun and it's kind of strange because we were, we were talking about this before we actually got approved to go a day early and record it but there's nobody that really covers this event i mean there, there's some slight coverage from people within oregon equipment but besides that the event's not really too well promoted, even though it doesn't need to promote itself. But there's also not like this videos or content surrounding it to kind of explain what it is. Because, the, I mean, as we've talked about, this is a pretty big event and other colleges kind of wish they had stuff like this. Mm-hmm. If if schools like Duke or Alabama had these opportunities, they would be as ecstatic for them as we are. Especially with like jerseys and cleats, like Alabama being the football powerhouse it is, like people go crazy for that, I'm sure. So it'd People be really would love cool. to have Alabama cleats. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to put on their wall or have their kid wear or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Well, even the Oregon cleats, like the football cleats from Oregon are really sweet, too. Exactly. And so... Those are only 25 bucks at the surplus sale, too. Yeah. The cleats are super cheap, and I'm happy that we'll have the opportunity to be able to, like, present this to people who might not know about it. Because, again, this, this event is just really something special that, I mean, other schools might have something like it, but not quite the way that Oregon does it, where everything feels like really exclusive it's gonna be fun you ready you ready to get some sprinting in i am i am it's gonna be a workout but it's gonna be fun yeah, early morning too a very early morning i think they they allow people to start lining up at like 7 30 and i think the event opens up at like 8 30 so gonna be there for, sitting there for an hour and they also do this weird kind of ticket system where everyone who in line gets a raffle ticket and then they randomly pick the start of the line and so, like, they'll pick a number, and then that they'll go to that person line. So you're the first one to go in, and then everyone behind them gets to go in, and then everyone in front of them has to wait and jump to the back of the line. So it's a weird. 
I don't know why they do it that way. I guess it's because they don't want to make it so people are camping out to get that first spot. But I remember one year we were like two people in front of the person who got the ticket and we were we were pissed. <laughs> so it happens, but it's going to be fun. Hopefully we get good luck this year with that line. Yeah. We get in there as soon as we can. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's that's everything we had to talk about. Again, happy birthday to Tinker Hatfield today as we record this and Travis Scott. Lots of cool stuff coming. Uh, we'll keep you keep you posted on everything as always. Follow us on Instagram at not another sneaker. Uh, follow Mr. Julian Osius on Instagram just personally at Julian the Cut. At Julian the Cut. Just because you you need to. You need a little more Jew in your life. So thanks for listening today. We'll be back next week. Catch you on release date. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>